Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, and welcome to episode 7 of the Free and Fearless podcast, and the first one for 2021. I'm so excited about this year and spent a lot of time reflecting on what happened during the previous 12 months, both in my business and personal life, and from there I decided what to release and leave behind, what to keep working on and what new things I want to do this year. This is my third annual work income report. If you're new to this type of content, let me quickly explain. So, an income report of a blogger or any other business owner means that you get to see exactly how much they earned over the course of a month or a whole year. I've been publishing monthly income reports for the past three years, I think. Many people from my audience were eagerly awaiting every next article like that so they can see the exact numbers, what goes into a five-figure business, what things I worked on that month, what mistakes I made, what I invested in, what new project I started, and also other numbers such as how many subscribers I have on my email list, how many page views I got on the blog, and other updates. Over the years, as I was growing my blogging business, these income reports of other bloggers really helped me stay motivated and showed me what's possible online. So I also wanted to show others what's going on behind the scenes, to be authentic, and to stay accountable. I mean, I can now always go back to these articles, which can easily be found on my blog. So when you head to letsreadsuccess.com, you'll see a tab in the menu called blogging, And one of the pages it leads to is where all my income reports are. But I stopped publishing them monthly. It's not aligned with my business vision anymore. They became sort of repetitive. And also I don't want to be focused on monthly earnings anymore, but instead want to manifest my business goals. And I know now that this can happen at the very end of the year. And what matters in terms of income is the yearly revenue. All previously published blog income reports will always stay on my website though and they basically show how I got to consistent 5k months. What I'll continue publishing is the yearly report as well as other interesting things that happen such as let's say a successful course launch, an affiliate campaign, hitting 10k in one month or anything else that is a milestone and worth sharing. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. Here are a few key things you need to know before we get to the exact numbers and stats. I've been in business for 7 years now. I'm a blogger and course creator, but started as a freelance writer back in the days. 2018 was officially the last year where a portion of my income came from freelancing. It was $10,000 or something. As of the beginning of 2019, I left freelance writing behind, I definitely didn't enjoy it anymore and I just wanted to create content for my platform and my audience. 
Since then, I've been more inspired than ever and more relaxed because there wasn't any client telling me what to do, there are no deadlines or things I must write about, even though I don't feel like. So this was a big milestone for me. Many people can say I'm leaving money on the table by not wanting that kind of work. But how that money is made is much more important because my happiness depends on it. And without freelancing, I'm mentally and emotionally free to do my best work and use my most productive hours in the day to write or create courses or anything else that serves my audience. So to recap, in 2018, I made $47,000 from my business, but $10,000 from that came from freelancing. My goal then was to never have to write for others again. In 2019, I earned just a bit more than that, a total of $51,000, but I'm happy to say that none of this money came from freelance work. It was solely earned from sponsored content on the blog, affiliate marketing, ads, and selling my digital products. That means I've reached the next level of my blogging career, and even if nothing changed, I was going to be truly grateful and keep enjoying my work. 2020 was the second year in a row that I earned over 50k, and the exact revenue is $54,389. Another thing I want to make clear, if you're new here, is that I earn in four different ways through my blogging business, which is also what I teach women to do, whether they're new to blogging or have been doing it for a year or so, but want to finally turn it into a business, and I mainly teach that through my blogging courses. You can find them at letsreadsuccess.com courses. So let me briefly mention each income stream I have. First is ad revenue, which is directly related to blog traffic. I'm partnering with Mediavine, which is a professional ad network, and this income is passive and regular. Next is affiliate marketing, which means recommending other people's products or services, using my special link, and getting a commission anytime someone purchases through it. I only promote tools, courses, services or else that I'm using or have tried or know enough about and trust their creator. That's the authentic way to do affiliate marketing. I'm not pushy and I do believe in what I recommend to my audience. Mostly that's my hosting provider, email marketing software and all the other tools I use to run my business as well as courses I've taken. Next is sponsored content. That is when a brand reaches out to me or I pitch them and we cooperate on a blog post with a link back to their site. Each sponsored article on my site looks natural and similar to all the content I have there and it provides value. This income stream has been my most profitable one in the last few years, which means most of my income is coming from there as opposed to the other three ways in which I monetize the blog. And finally, there's digital products, which is my favorite way, and it's a great way to scale, to provide value, to teach, and to give an evergreen product that will keep earning revenue for the rest of your life once it's created and launched. So these four income streams show how I diversified my income over the years, because things aren't always stable, and you don't want to lose your whole profit only because you are earning from one thing and let's say it depended on blog traffic or on one social media channel, and you suddenly lost it because of an algorithm update. Okay, let's get to the numbers. Out of the $54,000 I mentioned, $34,000 came from sponsored content, $12,000 from advertising, $4,000 from affiliate marketing, and $3,000 from digital products. 
And the last number is low for a simple reason that I was never actually launching. I had good products already last year, but I didn't create any excitement about them. And this year, aside from the new programs I'll be releasing, I'll also be launching and getting them in front of the right people. So the next section of this episode will be about my email list growth. So if you want to learn more about email marketing or just curious what I've done to get new people to my list, here it is. If you head to the yearly income report article on my blog, you'll see screenshots of all this with the exact numbers and percentages. Well, in 2020, 4,523 people subscribed to my list, 1,017 of them cancelled their subscription, which leaves me with 3,506 net subscribers. And also the current size of my list is nearly 5,000 people. My email list is really important and sort of the biggest asset in my business after my blog, and it's reliable. I mean, these people voluntarily gave me access to their inbox, and know they will hear from me every Tuesday, and I create and share more freebies with them, new blog posts and podcast episodes, and also they're the first ones to know about new offers I have and to get discounts. There's a whole library of resources now. I updated many last year and added new ones that resonate with my audience and the topics I cover. If you want to join and see what's inside, you can just head to letsreachsuccess.com slash free or sign up through any of the opt-in forums you see on the homepage, other pages or inside articles. Even if it's one freebie that you immediately get access to, the others will also be delivered to you over the next days and you can access the whole resource library from the link at the bottom of any email you get from me. 2020 is also the first full year that I used ConvertKit. It's my email marketing software and I switched to it at the end of 2019 and everything changed. For a start, it's a big investment as opposed to the free tool I was using prior to that and that itself made me take email marketing seriously. I also took a course on that last year and learned a lot, created many sequences and automations and just played with the different features ConvertKit offers. It can be quite overwhelming as every email marketing provider works a bit differently, so I had to learn a whole new way of doing things. I knew it was a good investment of my time though, and now I can only get better at it. And now, let's talk about blog traffic. I know many of you love hearing exactly how many page views a blogger gets, and I've always been open about that. Back in 2019, I hit a really important milestone for a blogger, And that's not just 100,000 page views many months in a row, but also 1 million page views over the course of the whole year. Now it's less, and that's absolutely okay, of course. It happens. I haven't worked on traffic that much in 2020 because I focused on optimizing other things, such as email marketing, rebranding, creating digital products, and just connecting with my audience more. And here's an important takeaway. More page views don't necessarily mean more revenue. Yes, the more traffic you get, the more you earn from advertising every month. But nothing beats being authentic and doing affiliate marketing and providing value to your audience and releasing digital products. That's where my focus was last year. And as you heard, income was higher than 2019, even though page views were less than that year. 
I've also had the chance to interview some amazing vloggers who get like a few thousand page views a month and still do this full time. And here are my traffic numbers. The data is extracted from Google Analytics. The page views were 830,000. The sessions are nearly 700,000 and the users nearly 600,000. If you're into numbers, here's some other interesting things. About the people who visited the blog, well, over 60% were women. As usual, the most traffic came from the US. Plenty of studies in the last few years have proven that people now read blogs and just browse the web mostly from their phone and not so much from the laptop anymore. And my numbers are confirming this yet again because I see that over 60% of these visitors came to my blog using their phone. That's just another reminder that we all need to optimize our websites for mobile and keep in mind the user experience. I mean, if something looks pretty on desktop, it doesn't mean someone seeing it from their phone will be able to find a button easily and you definitely don't want to make them zoom. Okay, moving on to the top channels, meaning sources of traffic. The biggest one, as usual, is SEO, which means organic traffic coming from Google when other people search for keywords and land on my articles that are well optimized for that or similar terms. Nearly 70% of my traffic comes from there, with almost 20% coming from social media, mainly Pinterest, as I did a lot in the last two years to learn all about it and how to use it as a blogger. The rest is direct traffic and referral, and it comes from other websites linking to me, other pages I have that are not on my blog, people directly typing the URL of the blog in their browser or else. If you want to get into email marketing and SEO and all these things I'm talking about, as well as monetizing your blog and turning it into a business, then you will definitely love my signature course called Blog to Best System. It's literally all in there, my whole game plan, everything I did and do behind the scenes of my blog and business, and just how to start and grow a website. There's a whole module for email marketing, another one for blog traffic, and a module for each of the four monetization methods that you can earn from. The course is not currently open for enrollment, but will be sometime this year, and if you want to be the first one to know and get a big discount, then you can sign up to the email list by going to letsreadsuccess.com waitlist. Now that I gave you the traffic update, it's time for the business revenue for the year and what I want to do is walk you through each month of 2020 and how much I earned and what interesting things I did so you can see what I was busy with and get an idea of how I'm investing in myself, which ultimately leads to business growth and provides more value to others. In January of 2020, I earned a total of $5,267. Over 3000 came from sponsored content, nearly 1500 from advertising, 200 from affiliate marketing, and 260 from selling digital products. In terms of traffic, that month I got 86,000 page views, and that was nearly 14,000 more than the month before. 10,000 page views came from Pinterest. And it was actually a really good month for my Pinterest profile as I hit 600,000 page views on the platform. Now, if you're familiar with how it works, you know that page views don't mean traffic or any actual engagement. It just means the pins or Pinterest graphics that I create for my blog posts 
reach that many people per month, but most of these people just scroll and don't click on them. Traffic from there has been consistent for months now and I get 200 to 400 people from Pinterest on a daily basis. The ideal combination for blog traffic is to combine organic traffic from Google with one other platform such as Pinterest. That's why each of these has its own module in my course blog to Best system. I've worked hard to make these two traffic sources work for me and they're the only reason why I now earn passive income from advertising every month. But it's all connected. I mean, even sponsors contact you more often and you can charge more for sponsorships if your traffic is higher too. Moving on. In February, I earned a total of 5,437 from my blogging business. I don't want to repeat myself, so I will only mention fun new things I did or if one income stream was higher and why. So February was really good for my email list growth as I gained nearly 500 subscribers and it was twice as many as in January. These weeks I was also going through an SEO course and I did some more technical stuff such as researching my blog competitors, checking out their top pages and keywords and also learning which mine are and going back to old articles to update them so they can rank higher. That's a lot of work. I also created what's known as SEO pages and it basically means that I turned my category pages from just a list of posts on the topic into a well-designed and optimized page that contains valuable information and also links to the important articles I have on that one topic. You can see these pages in the menu of my blog. I also organized my whole site structure differently and my main categories are now business, blogging and life design and subcategories of these include money, such as saving and making money and investing, and success, productivity, entrepreneurship, and more. For each of these, there's a page for it which helps with navigation and is good for search engines as it tells them exactly what my site is about. That month, I also updated my sponsored post packages and for the first time, I included a package with a starting rate of $1,200. I also worked on my current and future sales funnels and optimized these. And as with any next month that year, I also published great interviews with bloggers and business owners sharing their success story and some guest posts and articles I wrote. In March of 2020, the pandemic was already a fact for most countries and nothing seemed sure. People were worried about their business. I didn't feel any changes in my work up until the virus hit the USA, although I live in Europe. Then ad revenue got lower and few clients I work with for sponsored content said they won't be able to have new orders for me and won't be working with bloggers due to the current unstable state of the economy. My income for March was definitely lower than the previous two months. It was $4,000 and I knew that might continue decreasing, so I started thinking about cutting expenses. But on the plus side, it was my best month in terms of email marketing as more than 600 people signed up for my freebies and joined my list. Also, Pinterest had a big algorithm update, so I adjusted my strategy based on that. I've been working on new products, smaller ones, and the one I released that month is called the Blog Printables Bundle, which includes everything new and intermediate bloggers need to start and grow their blog traffic and income. Next is another planner bundle called the Life Planner Kit, but this time related to all the other categories I cover on the blog. It includes everything you need to define your goals, organize your tasks and your whole day, 
get more done each week and month, improve your financial situation and save yourself a lot of hassle when traveling or shopping and in your day-to-day life. In April, I earned $4,500 and had over 700 new email subscribers and by that month my welcome email sequence was designed to connect with new people in a way that provides as much value as possible and encourages them to reach out and share their struggles so I can help them with better content and products. I did a lot of product work that month. First it was updating the bonuses in work to biz system and organizing them better. Also I changed the structure of some modules to make them even more digestible. I improved the sales page so now the bonus material is described in a much more appealing way. As people constantly ask me to create a simpler and shorter version of work to biz system and also a cheaper one of course, for those of you who don't necessarily want to turn your work into a full-time business but want to start a work and grow it to let's say $1,000 and have that extra income while working your full-time job at the same time. Well, in February, I started working on that. I had already published the sales page, the whole first module, and the course was open for enrollment with an early bird price. It's called 1K Blogger and is definitely my most affordable product for the value it provides. You can see all my courses in one place if you go to letsreadsuccess.com courses. The next month, in May, income was around $5,700. I also deleted one-third of my email list. This might sound crazy to some of you, but it's actually a good practice to do that once a year or so because some people simply aren't engaging with your emails, but you're still paying for them to be on your list. The official term for them is called subscribers and I actually removed 1,600 people from my list in May by sending a re-engagement campaign. Also, aside from publishing interviews and income reports these weeks, I also focused on giving people what they need. The situation with the virus was getting worse and worse, so I covered topics such as managing stress during a crisis, how I look after my mental health and deal with self-isolation, productive things we can do and ways to stay happy during quarantine, and more. In June, the income was down to 4,000 again. That month is when I had what I call my best investment in 2020. It was a business bundle that only cost $100, but included over 70 programs from amazing content creators and business owners. And the first one I started with was on email marketing. I actually connected with its creator, interviewed her on my blog, and we're in contact on Instagram. So that's a great way to find new people that inspire you and cooperate. The first thing I did was to work on my signature freebie. I knew I should have one main lead magnet instead of new and old ones all over the place. So I deleted old ones on topics that are no longer relevant to my current audience and added a new one connected to my main topics and products. It was on financial freedom. I redesigned my resource library and all my freebies are there now and new ones will be added all the time. In July, I made over $4,000 and most of that month was spent updating my signature course Block to Biz System And at the same time, I was releasing new modules of 1K Blogger, which wasn't completed yet, although the first students were already in. Which is a reminder to you that you don't need to have the final product ready before you tell your audience about it, before you get people excited and even before you welcome some students and get paid. 
This is the month I also started learning more about branding through online courses. The first steps I took were to find clarity, position myself online in a way I want to be seen, and basically control my online presence. Here are the exact things I did. I defined what branding and business success mean to me, how my personal brand currently looks like, and where I want it to be in six months, a year, and three years. I searched myself online and saw plenty of things appearing about me which weren't relevant anymore, such as profiles in freelance websites and my books on personal development. I've published over 10 books over the years, had another podcast back in the days, I've done a lot, but it's not what I currently want to be known for, so I just want to keep the things related to my current business vision. I also checked out my Google image results and updated some pictures. I narrowed down my ideal audience and I want to create content only for that person. I updated my bios on different platforms and also added new photos to my about page. It was fun to see what comes first in the search results for my name and the blog name. It's what should be there, but still some things need to be removed and others need more of my attention. For example, I realized I will probably never write a guest post for another site again, but I enjoy doing interviews. I did many in 2020 and plan to have even more published this year. This helps spread my message and people hear about my story, which is the most genuine way to build a brand and let other audiences know what I'm all about. Next, I created a work with me page on my site, where I share the different ways people can collaborate with me, which is through my courses, doing interviews, joining my affiliate program, or checking out my advertising packages. The overall messaging must be consistent on all platforms. For example, there were still places where I refer to myself as a writer or a freelancer, but that's in the past, so I changed it. In August, my income was lower, a bit below 4000 which is totally fine, of course. And I spent the whole month improving my brand and taking more courses, as well as working on digital products. In September, the income was nearly $6,000, and that was a really exciting month. I redesigned my blog, narrowed down my ideal audience, got back on Instagram, had the chance to be part of three bundles and partner with many other course creators. I contributed to two of these bundles with two of my new products and was an affiliate for the other one. I also updated my welcome email series, updated my courses, released a whole new product and learned many new strategies that I was going to implement over the next months. In addition to that, I did some serious goal setting and visualizing and planned for Q4 of the year. Let me talk a bit about the blog redesign though. So I have a WordPress site, and while there are many free WordPress themes that you can easily find and install, I started using premium ones a few years ago. But each was rather minimalist, until I found the perfect one. It's by Buchik, which is a company that creates feminine themes, and this exact one is called Chickboss, and is made specially for service-based businesses and bloggers selling digital products. I was so inspired when I found it, that I spent the same night and the whole next day tweaking it and just making sure the main pages are designed the way I want. The team requires Elementor, which is one of the most popular website builders, and provides beautiful templates, so that took me some time till I did everything the way I want. The previous team I had was definitely simpler. What I loved about this one the most is that its focus is on branding, testimonials, 
services and digital products. It was the ideal time for my blog to have a new look. As courses were now the main part of my business, I target women who want to have a profitable blogging business and the team is feminine. I'm collecting testimonials and had new lifestyle and work pictures that I wanted to add. Also, my new course, 1K Blogger, was finally completed and I got amazing feedback. Another product released that month was for a blog income toolkit, which has done-for-you templates to grow your blogging business. In September, I was also working in a new way to boost productivity and just because it felt right, it gave me a good structure. So each day of the work week had a team. Monday was for mindset, Tuesday was for email marketing, Wednesday for digital products, Thursday for branding, and for the rest I went with the flow. This was also the last time I published a monthly income report. Since then I stopped. October, November and December were all really good months because I was laser focused on personal and business growth and also got into spirituality which was a game changer. If you listen to the previous episode, you actually see what fun things happened to me in November and December and how I ended up on the right path which led to being more aligned with my true self now. In terms of income and some milestones, in October I earned below 4000 and decided to stop doing anything that doesn't feel right anymore. So I removed some lead magnets and updated some freebies. I displayed only the main book categories on the homepage even closed the doors to one paid course and one free one that I had, simply because they didn't resonate with my new vision anymore. In November, I kept taking business courses, started the podcast, had to figure out all the technical stuff again and to decide how to make each episode valuable, and it worked well. I also updated some products, created a new freebie for my subscribers, was more active on Instagram and connected with people there, and more. In November, I earned nearly 5000 had many expenses, which are actually investments in my business. For a start, I got an iPhone for the first time in my life, because I never really needed a good phone before that, but now I'll use it for work and good pictures. I invested in a stock membership, which I had been using three months prior to that. It's where I get access to really good stock photos and Canva templates, and I use them all over my blog, on social media, for courses, landing pages, and just everywhere. The other expenses were my annual payments for my hosting provider, email marketing software, and Teachable, which is the platform I use to host and sell my courses. So that's a lot, but these are the top tools I'm using in my business, and they are all amazing products and really worth the price. I also got into human design and started applying it to my business, began really tuning into my intuition and fall in love with manifestation more than ever before. Then, in December, I joined a manifestation bootcamp and connected with many ambitious women thanks to it. Income was lower that month, but that's fine, as most of December was spent reflecting on 2020 and planning for the next year. In fact, I've never had a longer goal-setting process, but I just learned a lot along the way, implemented new strategies, released things from the past, most energetically, and was really, really motivated for this year. Many things started happening on Instagram for me. There was more ease and fun in my business. I outlined my new course idea, which is a program called Fearless Content, and which I'm working on now. It will help you get clear on what's no longer serving you and release it energetically. 
reorganize your whole business from a place of abundance, and achieve radical alignment in your content creation. Basically, I combine content creation and branding with personal growth and spirituality. And you'll learn how to create a content creation process aligned with your true self thanks to human design. All that through my experience after 7 years of publishing content online and experimenting with different formats, platforms, niches, passions, audiences, goals and business models. If you go to letsreadsuccess.com courses and scroll down the page, you'll find more about it. Okay, that was the longest podcast episode so far and the longest thing I've written in a while, but I had a whole year to go through and there was no other way. If you listened this far, thanks for that. I'd love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out on Instagram at Let's Read Success and just share this episode with anyone you think it can benefit. See you next week.